Well, welcome back to our podcast today. We have Mr. Rizdian Isbintara. <laughs> Woo! Woo to my myself. very, very good brother from ERA. What's up, Akim? People good say to be we back. always compete. But then when you compete, we always collab. Non-complete. Eh, don't complete. Like, don't compete. Collab. 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 Kita kan like collaboration. Jangan collab sudah, bro. Eh, kelakar sih. Ooh, betul juga. Okay, bro. What are the updates happening in ERA now? What? Ambil intel, eh? Well, thanks to ERA, they are bringing a new link bridge uh, on the level one from HDB to our building. So thanks to that, people will have a sheltered walkway between HDB Hub. Propnex and? Uh, yes, Propnex and ERA building. So it is the bridge. It's the bridge between two companies okay, we or need two areas. To make a video on that. Yes. <laughs> Just now you said you want to share one case story. It was very exciting when I heard it. Can you like, you know, tell us what is the story that is like, you know, best? Uh? Which story? Yeah. Uh? It's not on the way out, you see, you got oh, story. Oh, yeah, so many stories. Uh. You know, now HDB legalizes the extension of stay, which is needed by some sellers to continue staying in their current flat that they sold to the buyer mm. uh, to facilitate them moving directly to their next flat. Uh. Mm. So in this case, it was the sellers were moving to a uh, two-room flexi from HDB. Yeah? So it was a direct uh, BTO unit that was completed for them to collect keys. Mm. So they sold their flat to... Uh, to this buyer lah. So, so this particular buyer, it wasn't my case, but I've learned about it. Mm. Uh, so this buyer, what happened was that they declared an extension of stay. Mm. All right. But when we registered or submitted the case to HDB upon mm. the purchase, right? Mm. HDB said the extension of stay is cancelled. The extension of stay is cancelled. Initiated by the buyer? Initiated, no, by HDB. Oh, why? <laughs> so... Both the sellers and buyers have signed uh, an agreement uh, regarding the extension of stay of three months, right? And all this is has been declared or have been discussed before even we entered commitment into the deal. The reason being is uh, the seller's new flat, the keys are not ready for collection after all. However, the sellers have actually visited the block and the unit for inspection. Mm. So is the unit is ready, their next flat is ready, co- fully cons- completed the construction. However, the key appointment date have not been slotted for collection. That's all. So based on that, they, they cancel the extension. Now, I feel at this point, they should have called the sellers and called the buyers uh, to say, look, before I cancel, can I inform you that we might need to cancel the extension because of this reason? So that way, it will give the sellers more time to react. Uh, when was this made known to them? Uh, shortly after the resale application. So after the buyers have option and exercise, and then we submitted the case to HDB, right? Uh, and then two to three weeks, acceptance processing stage by HDB. Then they spit out the acceptance whereby they will indicate to both sellers and buyers that HDB have accepted the case and given the completion date. Shortly after that, the next email came, the extension has been cancelled. Mm. To everybody's surprise, uh, your extension can be cancelled by HDB if the next flat is not ready for occupation. So how much were they compensated for? They wrote in, everybody wrote into HDB. La. Actually, the sellers part. La. This is more, the extension is needed more by the sellers. Yeah. So the sellers went to speak to the HDB officer and all that and explained that their flat is actually ready. Mm. Uh, so there was, because it was two different departments, to, to the eyes of the resale officer, uh, this is the sales side. They have not, I don't know, updated the key collection date. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And then of course, the buyers feel that, oh, no extension is good. Mm. So now, I can move in upon completion date, uh, three months earlier than expected, you see. Mm. So this will be a problem to the sellers. Uh. They will have no place to stay. You represented the? I represent the buyers. Uh. Buyers. Yeah. My buyers rightfully was under the understanding that, look, the extension is cancelled. Oh. 
sellers also rightfully saying we agreed to an extension like we can't do without an extension that's why we chose to sell to you yeah. and we've uh, made a request for the extension of stay much earlier on and every all the terms and conditions have been agreed upon we've reached the middle ground whereby the buyer said if this can be declared uh. by hgb and hgb rectify the extension and and recognize the extension i'm they they are okay to uh, continue the extension of stay of course the sellers will be a bit gabra already uh. so they wrote in they appealed to hgb uh, and then they wrote into the sales side, to the resale side. Eventually, thankfully, we got a very helpful HDB officer, managed to reconcile the their buying of the new flat and their selling of the resale flat, and then approve the extension of stay to be acknowledged and legalized by HDB. Yeah. Mm. So fortunately, that happened, and then the extension stay was re-implemented into the transaction, uh, and then we completed the case on time. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, of course, the bottom of the iceberg, there was a lot of explanation that has to be done, a lot of um, uh, a little bit of firefighting, you know, exp- uh, to 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 make things happy between sellers and buyers again. Uh. On this note, I just want to highlight that you mentioned the HDB officer was very kind and helpful enough uh, to mm. facilitate the whole process or appeal yeah. process to approve it, because sometimes people have this perception whereby HDB officer is there. To get me, you know, mm. make my life difficult. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I uh, was I was thinking about this actually. Then then it occurred to me that it it takes a certain kind of um, kind-hearted individual, like mm. if I can put it that way, or caliber of a person to want to work in HDB itself because he or she knows that you got to serve so many people, especially yeah. you're going to be case officers, right? Mm. you got to serve so many people with so many different kinds of issues and challenges that is going to come with it. Yeah. But they still choose to, you know, okay, it's okay. I, I want to serve the community or I want to serve the public. And in this sense, I'm okay to go through all this um, right. thing, you know. So I, I want to highlight that, you know, that's not always the case or most of the time it is, uh, we should approach it in a manner that whenever we working with a HDB officer, actually the HDB officer is there to help us, to assist us instead of making our life difficult. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I think by and large, I mean, 10 over years in this line, I think we we have to uh, liaise with many different kinds of HDB officers over the years. I think by and large, most of them are helpful. At the end of the day, they, they want to uh, make the case smooth, complete the case, like close the file smoothly, mm-hmm. right? Don't leave things hanging out uh, and all that so because there'll be like an outstanding work there on their system as well right mm. uh, so as long as I, I believe their their mentality or their service to you is how your attitude towards them are also uh, you know if you approach in a uh, in very professional uh, take, treat them with respect mm. you know and then explain carefully how the situation is and how they can be of help I think they will, they will want to help uh, most times or not it's always to me my mentality uh, is never put ourselves the agent and the client versus like whenever we face an issue right, it should never be we ourselves is one island versus the officer versus the client habis right mm. we'll be like fighting everybody no when we have a problem right the problem is on one side and we are the team on the other side together with the hb officer myself and the client right we, like this is the job of the agent uh. mm. we want to realign everybody that make sure that we're on the same side yeah maybe the system made the error Right, it was an automated reply. Oh, look, sorry, your key not ready. I'm gonna cancel the, I'm gonna cancel the uh, extension and then send a letter out to everybody without mm. thinking of any human ex 
of speaking to the other humans involved in this, the yeah. parties of seller and buyer. Yeah. Maybe it was a system thing, but yeah. you, therefore we should always like don't don't stop finger pointing, don't don't start finger pointing each other. Yeah. Always keep ourselves in the same team that way, and then uh, talk to everybody in a very professional, non-personal ma- manner, mm. right? I think we should not take things personal. Mm. It's very easy to take things personal. You you, you have to remember that. Uh, the officer is also just doing her job. She has a certain level of scope and capabilities that's allowed to 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 do on her end, you know. Yeah. Bro, I want to ask you this. Yeah. Uh, I how shall I put this? Ah, uh, I here say. Yeah. Have you experienced this before? In any of your cases for the past 10 years? Okay. HDB officer made an error in calculation. Oh. Not in, in uh, the endorsement stage. Yeah. Financial calculation, financial plan. Mm-hmm. Not once, not twice. Three times on the day of completion, HDB call say, "Sorry, we cannot complete today." Okay. Not the buyer's fault, not the seller's fault. <laughs> Or like I say, it's not the buyer's seller's fault. But HDB call in to say that we cannot complete this, right? Because uh, the CPF funds cannot be whatever, whatever. Mm. If there was any uh, issues, it should be highlighted way before, right? Right. Yeah. They came back to the seller saying that uh, there was an error in calculation. Mm. Three times. Thought that it was going to be rectified already, but on completion day, sorry, please don't come. We cannot complete today. Right. Have you any similar kind of? Case? I've heard so many many stories, but truthfully, I've been very lucky. Yeah, uh, it's not happened to me personally. Mm. Even if there were any errors, uh, we were that was done on the calculation. It was usually rectified or addressed at the endorsement stage. So when we register. Submit the case or register the case with HDB. Sometimes some of the errors is usually the buffer amount that we put aside. Mm. So when we represent buyers, we say the buyers. We indicate in the application form the buyer wish to put aside ten thousand of OA in each of their account. And sometimes that is not reflected in the endorsement stage that came comes out three weeks later or four weeks later. Mm. So all we need to do is write in and say, look, can you please adjust this accordingly? And that is as far as errors in my own personal. Uh, ex- experience ah, uh, I've gone through. I'm been so that's it. Officer re- rectified. Everybody see the new figures and everybody's happy to do the endorsement. I'm not as Lehigh as you, bro. <laughs> no lah. No, we are, we are here to share stories so yeah, that I know. so uh, that the listeners out there can can benefit from this. Well, normally you have to drag the completion date lah, uh, push it back, so the funds have enough time to be returned and they have enough time to be deducted for yeah. the purchase and then everything can complete lah. Uh. So what happened is we are supposed to let's say complete the purchase right let's say uh, on 1st october right and the funds were expected to come back two weeks before that for so that the buyers can use the funds to pay and complete the purchase so let's say uh, mid september the funds were supposed to be back but there were some delays from the sales side that was refunding the cpf and the closest i've completed uh, mm. a case whereby <laughs> whereby the funds have we have zero funds and we have to complete 1st october i think The officer did all she can and make sure that we could complete without changing the completion date. But we was only three days behind that the funds returned. So about three to four days before the actual completion, then the funds were available. Uh, and then uh, they did the deduction. And then without changing the completion date, they were still able to complete. But that was so many years ago. I see. Yeah. No, on on this note, suddenly I thought about All this is actually done supposedly by solicitors, by the lawyers, lah. Yeah. So the HDB lawyers mm. or private lawyers. Yeah. What kind of clients would go for uh, HDB lawyers and 
which one will go for private lawyers? What what is the pros and cons? Can you like uh, give us a little bit some comparison? What's mm. the benefit of using HDB uh, or private? Yeah, number one, why is a lawyer involved in any uh, real estate transaction is to take care of the conveyancing of a certain transaction, especially the transfer of ownership from the sellers to the buyers. Mm. So there's a legal entity that's involved. Uh, and this, what is this legal entity? It can be mainly two players. Uh. Number one is the HDB conveyancing department or the or the word on the street is HDB acting mm. or you can say private law firm is acting on behalf of the purchase. Mm. So the private law firm also can do the conveyancing method. Uh, the two big differences, one is a HDB internal legal team and one is an external private law firm that does it. So number one, the charges are going to be different, mm. uh, right? Sometimes for a purchase, the HDB uh, legal team can charge maybe anywhere between 500 to 1,000. It all depends on your purchase price. Mm. Uh, whereas the... And loan size? Lo- and the loan size as well. Okay. Yeah. So if what Hakim is saying is that if you do take a loan, there'll be extra charges as well, mm. right? Different than somebody buying fully paid. Okay. Um, same for the law firm as well. If you're buying with a loan, it's slightly higher also because they have service fee to 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 write into the banks or write into HDB to the mm. CPF uh, departments as well as market rate I think they start from anywhere around 1,008 to 2,000 per month eh, sorry per month like per one, month, no, 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 one time charge <laughs> uh, for their legal service for purchase anywhere from $2,000 onwards okay alright depending on loan size bank loan versus HDB loan and all so that so HDB point of view we can clearly see that uh, there's cost savings there. Yeah, there's right? cost savings. So there. if I were to pay more for private, private, what's in it for me, the, right. the consumer? I feel like the main difference is mainly for uh, convenience. I think for for people who engage a private law firm, they may not want to attend the completion appointment physically or in person. Mm. So when they engage a private law firm, they could add their own uh, availability, go down to the law firm, sign the papers at whatever time they want. Uh, during office hours, how many times do they need to do to meet? The Only lawyers? one time. Only one. If time. everything is go, goes well, so whether taking HDB to act for the purchase or HDB to or private law firm to act for the purchase, they only need to come down one time. And this is before or after the completion? Before the completion, before. normally about a month before the completion or two to three, three weeks, weeks before the completion. So that's the main key thing. Uh, why someone will take a private law firm? All right. And for a purchase, the legal fees can be deducted by CPF, mm. right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent, right? As long as they have CPF available in their ordinary account to cover, efficient to cover the legal fees, they can, uh, they can choose to deduct that payment from CPF mm. for buying, for selling. Cannot use CPF. cannot use CPF to pay for the legal fees. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I I find this most useful, um, especially for those buyers who are very cash sensitive. Yes, yep. you pay a little bit more, mm. but if you have more in your CPF, then perhaps you you can not touch any of your cash component, lah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know you cannot deny that you know paying your agency fees is quite a substantial amount, mm. and on top of whatever deposit five thousand dollars that you've already paid beforehand. Um, but one other key factor that I realize is very, very important to some group of buyers is if they are working shift work mm. or uncertain schedule rather than taking time off or leave that actually sometimes can affect the amount of income that they bring in on a daily basis, yep. like allowance component or whatever extras that they can mm. get, right? Or their OT and stuff. Um, instead, the private lawyers will allow them that flexibility to okay you choose the date and time mm. 
And then to your convenience lah, is what you mentioned earlier. Yeah. You you find this very useful for some of your buyers? Uh, I find for the first time buyers, hmm. it's no problem ah to use the HDB law firm. It's cheaper, right? And then most of the time they can attend the completion appointment, hmm. right? It's only one appointment yeah. after all, one appointment for the biggest purchase of one of the biggest purchase of your life. Hmm. So I think most of them are okay to take yeah. leave, to yeah. take off, to come down. They want to be there. They want to take picture milestone, with you, take milestone. key, get the goodie bag <laughs> and then what? Never go. Let the law firm have all the fun. Yeah. No lah, they want to go. Ah. I find that so far, they, they, they've been okay to come down. And those who opt the private law, law firm over the HDB uh legal team is not 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 because of this reason uh. divorce cases yes <laughs> don't want they, to see the ex <laughs> they cannot see each other really so this is for the sale uh. if mm. the sale is due to a divorce and there's a court order to sell the matrimonial property to the open market and sometimes it's not very uh what was it uh? of course it's not a happy occasion yeah uh, but made worse if they can't stand each other mm. so they don't want to attend the appointment together be in the same room or be in the same building at all. So a private law firm will facilitate that. Lah. Yeah, I was I was all the way like, okay, HDB lawyers, there's no reason why anybody mm. should take private lawyers until I have one case recently. Yeah. SBS bus driver. Mm. Very, very hard to take off. Okay. Schedule doesn't come out until, you know, sometimes he needs to work extra kind yeah. of thing. And then, you know, if he's on day shift, means he's on day shift, he's not doing night shift. Mm. Um, so then I realized that Oh, if he takes the day off, it's going to disrupt a lot of things. Mm. The day off, because of certain schedule, may not just be one day off. You need to take the all the two or three days off. Yeah. That affects his income. I see. So I like, rather you use your CPF to pay than it affecting your cash component income coming into you. Yep. You know? So I think only on those kind of cases, then probably Yeah, I think in that, in that situation, uh, it just justify, uh, justify taking the private law firm and not attending the appointment. Um, what other things? Um, why somebody will take over? What are the difference between HDB and private law firm? I think just now, the the thing that you mentioned just now, um, divorce cases. Yeah. Any interesting divorce cases that comes to mind? Uh, yeah, there's a few that's been interesting. W- one time, happy story. Yeah, I was like attending to this divorce couple uh, who was mm. planning to sell their house, and uh, the lady, the ex-wife, uh contacted me and to sell uh, a five room five room in the north so i say okay i'll come down then uh have your sync pass ready we're gonna enter cpf and hdb websites i'm gonna do your calculations as well uh i appreciate if how about if your ex-husband can be there as well if you can be professional and transparent if everybody can be together at the same table why not it just moves things faster Hmm. not scared I just asked, uh, because, you know, I think some, to be to be fair, there are many couples who divorce, but extremely mature about it, very realistic about it. I've been able to meet divorced couples at the same table, actually. Mm. Of course, they're not like levy-dovey, mm. right? But they, they are able to put aside personal matters and then look at this uh, objectively. We are here to sell the house. So each other can move on to their new chapter of life. Me, I am just a real estate agent, right? There's nothing I can do to, oh, I, I'm going to win more for the ex-wife. I, oh, no, I'm going to win more for the ex-wife, or ex-husband. I'm just an, uh, a neutral party here handling the sale of the house. So I think they, I think last time people like always worry, you know, hey, you, you, who, you, whose side are you on? 
when they realize at the end really as an agent we 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 kind of like decide who gets more of the sale proceeds or less of the sale proceeds right mm. that is all already pre-decided in the court order by the judge and all that mm. the law firms will fight it out or they represent themselves okay anyway when i came down there was another another person there it was just a happy occasion so the ex-wife called me and then there was another guy there So he said, okay, after we sell, right, I want to talk about my buying. This is my new husband. Mm. And they're all living under one house. Mm. And then the the ex-husband also got a new wife. Mm. They're all also living under one house. So the ex-wife has a new husband living in one room. And the ex-husband is together with a new wife living in one room. And they live uh, cordially wait, in wait, one wait, apartment. Wait. So you have ex-husband and spouse, more like... Uh, Partner, yeah. Ex-wife and partner, new, yeah. Not married yet, I suppose. Both of them, because court order not out what? Court order already. Oh, divorce already. already. So they are, they are, they are legally married. But they are okay to stay under the same roof. Exactly, bro. They are mature, very mature. Everybody was very mature. After we sell, ex-wife and new husband gonna buy another place. How old are these people? They are about about forty years old, lah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so. Children? No, both got no children. See, bye. Yeah. So that was unique. I think everybody is expecting it whenever we talk about divorce cases, expecting some fight and all that. No, there wasn't. Case went beautifully. Took some time to sell the house. It was uh, low floor. Um, condition was very simple. Um, but eventually we sold it. Ah, uh. we sold it. Everybody signed. The, I mean, the ex-husband, ex-wife signed. They understood. When you have this kind of peace in the world, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could collab. All the four of them stay in one house. The other house you ran out. Can collab. All of them stay on one house, and the other house cannot, lah, bro. What? I think at the end of the day, they do want to move on, and they don't want to see each other yeah, as much as they can, <laughs> lah. What they're doing in the short frame, and for the short term period, let's be cordial. Let's put aside our differences. Why we got divorced, right? We've all moved on. Okay, now you got partner. I also got partner. Usually, the man is very chintai. Yeah. That the woman is the one that tak boleh ya, tak. Dia umur okey. Aku tak boleh lah nampak ada dia muka kat ha. sini. Kau jangan berani lah bawa dia kat rumah aku eh. Eh ini aku tahu aku masih owner eh. Ah, tak ada tak ada. So so far tak ada lah macam itu for this few of these cases lah. So so this kind of cases can use HDB lawyer. This kind of cases <laughs> <laughs> where people are not fighting can use HDB lawyer. Yeah can also but eventually we did use a private solicitor lah. Uh. Uh, it's just easier everybody get their checks cut nicely and all that and then um And then people move on, uh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? What any interesting uh, stories about divorce cases that you have? Uh, oh, just one thing that I want to understand that maybe people out there can understand better. Yeah. Uh, you having more experience in terms of handling Don't divorce cases. Humble. Okay. Um, like like you mentioned earlier, court order is out. Mm. The split is already given 50-50, yeah. 60-40, right. whatever the numbers are. Yeah. Um, everything else is laid out. That's what the court order is for. Yeah. Why, in some circumstance, there is a need to get two different agents to represent uh, ex-husband one oh. or ex-wife one, right. or uh, like what you say, sometimes you can be the neutral party and you handle the both sides, the, both sides of yeah. the equation. Like, can you share with us both kind of scenario? I see. Uh, yeah, there are some instances whereby. Uh, a divorce couple will engage two agents, one to represent each side lah. So one to represent the ex-wife, one represent to the ex-husband. I uh, honestly, I find that 
um, it's unnecessary. Uh, however, maybe in that situation they find it necessary, and usually there's a trust issue already. There's a big trust issue. They mistrust each other already. So whatever, whoever you choose, <laughs> I hate it already. I don't like it. I don't even want to see the name. I don't care who the person is. If you select Hakim, I'm not for him. I'm gonna select Rizdian. Uh, skit, I want to say Rizdian. You just see Hakim. Ah, <laughs> correct or not? So there already, right? Nobody's fault. It's just that whatever that have conjured up all this time, accumulated all the trust issues. They just don't trust each other's choice. Uh, maybe uh, sometimes also due to a lack of knowledge, they feel that somehow some agents can manipulate things according to one side. Hmm. Uh, right, more than the other side, not being fair or being balanced in their uh, conduct of work. You see, so some do feel that, and they say automatically, no, you have your agent, I have my agent. Let them talk out, talk to each other how they're gonna carry out the work. On that note, do you yeah. think it would be strategic for a couple, uh-huh. ex-husband and ex-wife, to choose their respective agents from two different companies, but yet still can work with one another? Uh, yes, I think it's yeah. a good move. That way they don't have doubts about how the work was carried out and all that. You know, sometimes they're always lingering like, can I trust this guy not that was chosen by my ex-husband? No? Can I trust this person that was chosen by my ex-wife? You know, So if they can choose their preferred agent and for the agents, right, I feel they don't have to bring their clients' personal uh, vendetta to each other. Mm. They don't have to. At the end of the day, we can be professional. You represent ex-husband, I represent ex-wife. Let's talk it out. What yeah. is the target price both wish to to yeah. uh, to hit, yeah. right? So let's say target is 600,000 for this five-room flat. Mm. So we realign. Yes, the ex-husband also is willing to close at 600. But maybe there's some differences. No, the ex-wife insists on 620. Mm. Then we work towards each other. Hey, look, can we start marketing at a higher price and all that? So as agents, we talk it out. Lah. I, I'm actually it's, referring to... Referring to us, bro. Oh, that is a unique position to be in. Ah, yeah. Different agencies. One yep. is in ERA. The other mm. one is in Promnex. Mm. No conflict of interest, but yet the ability to work closely with one another mm. and make things work. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I know this sounds very biased, but mm. that should work for most divorce cases. Yeah. Yeah. When you think of divorce cases, which agent to represent you? Just think of Rizdian and Hakim. Wow. Hakim and Rizdian. Saturday. Okay. Right. Very nice plug there by yeah. Hakim. Thank you. No, just just an idea lah. Uh, yeah. You know. The other day I had I had a lady who was a bit upset, no, bro. Mm. She was a bit upset. She say, uh, I called so many agents. None of them want to entertain me. I say, why? I uh yeah, I asked them to do calculations for me and all that, you know. Uh but that time uh, everybody asked for my court order. And divorce said, ask whether it's out. Oh, I told them it's not out yet. It's coming. Mm. Then they say, cannot do yet. Why? Uh? Why got no court order cannot do, bro? Mm. Okay, maybe you share with us why. I, I, later on, I explained to the lady la, oh, nicely why maybe we couldn't calculate. Any agent couldn't calculate at that point of time. But share your thoughts, bro. I always calculate for them. <laughs> yeah, okay. You always calculate for them? Yeah. Um, for their sale proceeds? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we have the numbers to go and calculate for them. Only that we don't have what are the numbers to split. Yes. 
right? And okay. that's a very important component as well because often during divorce cases, there is usually a certain portion of alimony mm. or uh, so they are portioned. It's not a complete figure without the divorce uh, court order. Correct. Uh, because the divorce court order will show that, hey, actually, this is not your actual proceeds. Huh? You still need this amount to be a portion to pay back your ex-wife. Yep. You know? So, so hence, that's why I bring back to the point that why some agents could not calculate for a divorce couple mm. without the court order being out. Mm. Um because the only thing they can calculate roughly, and if provided all parties agree to share their CPF refund figures, mm. individual CPF housing refund figures, then the only thing they can calculate is the sale proceeds, which is almost pointless because like you mentioned, it is not the absolute figure that the individual ex-wife, individual ex-husband will get at the end of the day. Mm. Number two, without those figures, we cannot bring into forward to the buying calculations. Mm. So you do not know your buying budget because you, need to, you are dependent on the selling calculations and individually how much cash proceeds you get. And then, so I told her, I explained to her, look, uh, Kak, bukannya apalah, why many agents may may not be able to entertain you at that point of time because it's, 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 it's not a complete calculation. Mm. So I explained to her, now that the court order is out and let's say you make a sale proceeds, eh, jual rumah, mm. 100,000. Mm. Okay, 100,000. Now, number one, now we see the court order. The split is 60-40. Okay, so you get 60,000 and your ex-husband get 40,000. The split is 60% and 40%. Mm. Okay, on top of that, right, the the court or the judge later rule out in the court rule on in the court order that the husband needs the ex-husband needs to pay the ex-wife mutaa ida of let's say around twenty five thousand mm. dollars, which will be deducted from the proceeds or his share of the proceeds. Mm. So he got forty thousand earlier, right? Yeah. Now must minus twenty five thousand from his end, yeah. and plus twenty five thousand on her end. So she got 60k from the sale proceeds plus 25,000 of muta ida. So it becomes 85,000 now. Yeah. So now only with the court order is out, now we are aware of these two components, the split of the sale proceeds and the payment of muta ida the amount. There's one more component which I think some people get blindsided. Mm. Okay? The second page normally is the transfer of CPF monies usually from the ex-husband to the ex-wife. Yeah. And in this and in this court order, right, the ex-husband had, on top of paying the muta and ida, have to transfer another 100,000 from his CPF to her CPF upon the completion of the sale. Mm. So upon the completion of the sale, all CPF monies will be refunded to the respective owners, right? Now, the court order, if she has engaged uh, a good solicitor or she has submitted the court order to CPF board, Mm. Now, CPF will be ready for the money coming back and there'll be a flag already on standby. When they completed the sale, the ex-husband going back to his CPF refund is 200000 Principal plus accrued interest. But there's a flag that 100 k will need to go to the ex-wife. So when CPF receives money in the OA, about one to two weeks later, they will transfer the 100 k to the ex-wife automatically because they have received the court order. This is not any court order. This is a high court order. Mm. right? So this is super legal and they have to carry out what's instructed as well. So now with the court order being out, we can calculate for the ex-wife now how much is her final budget for purchase because A, she got her share of the um, cash proceeds division. B, we already know 
how much muta ida or this alimony payment she is supposed to receive in cash. Yeah. So we got about $85,000 there. Now we know her CPF refund, housing refund, the basic one, principal plus accrued interest. Yeah. Now we also know that from the court order that the ex-husband needs to transfer $100,000 into her ordinary account. Mm. So we total up everything. Now we have a very clear idea how much she can buy with. With what cash, with what CPF figures, uh, total up with the husband's transfer. Yeah. Does she need a loan at the end of the day? Mm. Can she buy without taking any HDB or bank loan? If she needs to buy with a loan, how much will do we need to target for and yeah. do the application? So hence, I explained to the kaka and then she understood. She understood, oh, okay, okay, now I understand why. Because at that point of time, can calculate. I can lion you. Some people can lion you and just calculate for you. Then there'll be a big part, part yeah. B, blank. Yeah. Tak tahu. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Agree or not? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. The next question. Uh, mm. When doing all this thing, right? Do yeah. you think, is there any difference if the couple or the individual, because mm. they want to divorce no longer couple, uh, yeah. if the individual, is there any difference if they hire their own lawyer for the divorce case and not hiring their own lawyers? Oh, okay. To act for the convincing. No. Then? To, to act for the divorce? Yes. For those who engage a lawyer, mm. a lawyer having the knowledge of all the intricacies yeah. and silo below of divorcing can skew towards, hey, do you know that you can claim for this? Do you know that you can do this and get more for this? Giving a full picture rather than hmm. trying to, oh, I just want to go through Makama Sharia. Or self-represent. Yeah, do you think there's a dif- the key difference? I think there's a key difference. If I'm going to pay a premium to the mm. lawyer, what's in it for me? Yeah, number one is a done for you service. Uh. Mm. At the end of the day, you don't have to go and find out what what forms to fill up by when the deadline. You miss the deadline right. and all that. There's a one stop service here. Why some people can act for themselves for their purchase DIY, and some people still choose to engage an agent. It's the done for you service part. Mm. Okay, so they don't have time to go. They're working. Yeah. On top of that, they're likely single parents and Correct. all that. So like you said just now, they have to protect their work. Their work is their income flow. Yeah. They cannot lose their job and focus on the work despite yeah. what's going on. So hence, in that sense, they will go and engage a law firm to sort out their divorce. Okay. Number two, someone will believe that, like you mentioned, go hire a professional, right? Someone with proven track record mm. to go and find out the best they can. Yeah. For 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 you, mm. right? So maybe to you, uh, apa apa je lah, uh, kan? But to them, you know, uh, you actually can fight for this, this, this because you've been paying cash for all the IRP and tong sampah. You have the right to win this back in the sale proceeds. Interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, do you have? What form of payment have you been for the IRP and tong sampah? Oh, I've been paying gyro. Okay, can let's bring down your bank statement. So these were directly or indirectly affect your split of the proceeds? Affect your split of the proceeds. Uh, if there's any other things that they can fight for that you are not aware of, yeah. that you could have the right to get, I feel that a good lawyer will definitely fight for you your rights and the benefits that you're supposed to get. Uh, have, that. Have so in that case, you're paying out, what, what's the legal fees now? It's four. 4,000 to 6,000, I've heard. So don't quote us. We're not law firms. Yeah, but yeah. what we understand, the legal fees for divorce can be about there. You've seen cases where the split is hundreds to zero? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 100 goes to ex-wife, right? On that note, sometimes yeah. when I read court orders, I, yeah. I, I really feel for the ex-husband, always at a handicap. Always. Oh. Either the extreme case of the entirety of your CPF monies, yeah. kasihan lah. Give to the ex-wife. And then after that, you never think for yourself. Then you buy what? After this, you what? East Coast Park. Ah. You know? 
And then you know, on top of that, alimony money, maintenance money, blah blah blah, all the money money money. But you know, I, I, yeah, you know, people make mistakes at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, correct. But what's what's the end result? What's what's? I just feel that it's a little bit. I don't know, recently it just came to me that. Eh, yeah, I feel for you. I feel for the the ex-husband. Uh. Yeah, lah, you did this or did that. But <laughs> how how are you going to restart? Or is I'm, it because of padan bukan kau? No lah. I think you know. I used to feel that way. Ah, uh, kesian. Not and I do kesian. Some of them who like you say wipe out. You know they they get zero and the ex-wife get hundred percent. But when you think about it again, life is not that unfair. Somewhere along those lines, ah. Uh, huh. They have done something that the judge awarded the ex-wife hundred percent. This is not boost like for nothing, you know. This this was awarded. Oh, the judge like the woman more and all that. I I I find that our legal system is, is quite fair and and thorough and transparent, lah. Because it make me think that the yeah. ex-husband to save money maybe didn't have a lawyer representing him, oh. so did not fight for his rights. I'm sure he has his own rights, you yeah, know. At the should. very <laughs> least, the lawyer would say, hey, you know, you don't have to do this or you don't have to do that. In fact, this portion don't have to be the full amount, just this small amount. Eh? No, at least he has something to work with after the whole divorce proceedings. Uh, I've, I've done a case whereby the ex-husband took a law firm, a very big name law firm, still got 100 to 0, bro. Serious? Ah? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Is it a woman shutter issue, a judge issue? Of course, they say that day the judge was not very was was like a one-sided person or whatever, right? But it's all hearsay, right? We don't have the data right? or mm. evidence, right? So jangan ah, <laughs> don't get swayed away yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Because I, we I, I only understand. hear one side of the story. We only met one party. Yeah. Right. You bring this story. You go to the ex-wife. Say, "Ekasian, your ex-husband dapat ah uh, dapat zero. What dapat seratus? Mungkin dia cakap dengan kau, kau tak tahu dia pukul aku macam mana. Oh, Haji. Yeah. Dah berapa tahun aku bertahan. Ha? Nafkah pun tak bagi. Eh, hey, Kim, bil semua. Kakak yang bayar tau. Dia nampak je macam handsome, pakai shirt semua pergi kerja. Tapi yang bayar semua kat rumah kakak. Bro. Ha, mungkin. Bro. Kita tak tahu bro. Bro, I want to ask you. Yeah. I want to ask you. I flip the coin, okay? Yeah. Aku dah flip tadi. Kau reverse bunuh balik. Ha. Ha. Why men... Why men nowadays like this, bro? I, I embarrass, you know. Bro. I embarrass, you know. Bro. Different topics, eh. Please, ah. Oh, why men are like this, ah, this day? In the context of Singapore, in the just Singapore lah, in uh. general in Singapore, why? No, I don't know. I feel embarrassed, no, bro. I met a, a lot of very responsible men. Maybe it's just my circle, but of course, ah, dengar dengar juga lah. Why are that way? I don't know. Is it upbringing? Upgrading. Upbringing. Oh, upbringing. Ah, upgrading. Upgrade wife or wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know, bro. No, no real answer to that. Ah, like sometimes I feel like where is your sense of response? You're supposed to provide for the family. Yeah. It's it's actually to a large extent. Ah, you cannot depend on your wife. Ah. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes I see today the the lady is the one playing the extra role yeah at house I settle kids I settle and then I also need to go out and work and then hey, actually I'm paying the lion's share of the expenses of the household but well, my husband still looking for a job I don't know all I can attribute is to the industrialization <laughs> that women have come out to work they have their own power hmm. they have their own income uh, in a sense it's a very good thing in a sense also they've lost the respect that The men usually give to the woman. But so for the day, for the guy, maybe oh, they need a fikir, they're a big deal lah. So kasih dia bayar lah. I don't know. Serious lah? I, I don't know. 
<laughs> Sorry, don't don't quote Sh- me. Shouldn't yeah. you feel as a man like no no no? I got to better this. So how can I let you know my ego is at stake? You no, know? this is my marwa. You know. Yeah, hey, common sense is not common, bro. That's the saying. People may not have the same thinking as you. Maybe they find that alamak. Oh, okay lah, kau dah big deal lah sekarang dah promoted apa manager apa kerja office apa aku baru grab grab. Kau cakap lah Semua cakap pun tak boleh Apa habis aku cakap boleh Boleh cakap lah Tapi orang akan cakap juga Tak apa lah Thank you Mr. Rizdian Sorry bro It's okay bro Thank you Mr. Rizdian It's been Tara for sharing with us All your stories and your experience I hope Other than the entertainment aspect I think the viewers are there To appreciate and value The stories that you really shared with them Okay Till next time bro Ciao Bye